0: I'm Ron Heron for AM 1290.
1: I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to
0: choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions.
1: If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State Newslay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, and you're listening to Mortgage matters i never get tired of hearing the baron ron heron introduce my show my show has been going on for i don't know five years maybe six years um we're really i'm really happy to do it didn't start off as a long-term project it started off with okay i can do that i've been there done that um but then I started getting some really feel-good calls going, hey, like your show, like what you have to say, Uh, and then it just evolved into what you're listening to today. My name is Guy Rivera. I'm your guy in the mortgage industry, and I'm here with my trusty sidekick, Tonto, Richard Dugan. Richard, my engineer. Hi, Richard. How are you today? Although I can't see you because, well, you don't have a camera on, Um, but I know you're there because I wouldn't be on the air without you. So with that being said, thank you for everything you do for Mortgage Matters, and let's get on with the show. I open all my shows asking Richard if uh, anybody famous call for me this week to the studio, anybody like, I don't know. Let's say uh, Oprah, how about about a couple of our other, uh, Jeff, Has Jeff called, Oprah, nobody, Jeff Goldblum, nobody, huh? Okay, well, I'm sure they will one of these days, Richard, um, when they do just pass on my personal cell phone number that's classified to most people. There's a lot to do, a lot to say today. I'm really excited about our guest today. He is one of the long-term guys in Santa Barbara. Uh, He's now a principal over at um, Radius Group, the group that I believe uh, Steve Golis formed. Steve Golis being one of the largest commercial guys in Santa Barbara, if not the very best commercial guy in Santa Barbara, we've been friends for a very long time. Brad Froling works with Steve, I think he's a partner of Steve's. We'll get into that. Brad Froling is the commercial guy, one of them, here in Santa Barbara. He, um, like I said, works with or for Steve Golis, and he's done a lot of commercial finance or a lot of commercial transactions. In Santa Barbara, I don't know if he goes out of Santa Barbara, um, but we'll soon find out. He's going to come on and let us know. <coughs> excuse me. Some of the topics today, he's going to talk about the, uh, the the retail commercial buildings, and there's a lot to talk about. Everything that we see down there on State Street, I've got some pretty good questions that I'm sure that everybody wants to know. Is our city council Smart enough to actually implement and keep this downtown pavilion going on a little bit better basis than than what it is now. What I mean by that is, are they smart enough to really flare that place up? It's I'm sure it's doing wonders for a lot of the people that are in those um, in that zone that they've turned into a pavilion. I visited pavilions, pavilions like that. There's there's one down in Coronado, Santa Monica, you know, cool places where they've they've just created a a whole little retail vibe going on down there that should be conti- that should be continued. They should elevate the looks of it, they should truly implement long-term plans for that. My humble opinion. Um, it is transaction predictions for 2020. We're going to go over what he thinks that we're going to do. Personally, I finance... Commercial buildings. Um, people call me for the multifamily, some commercial. They seem to turn out pretty darn good, in some instances, not so good in others. But that money, that commercial money, right now is pretty unbelievable. You know, um, for the right properties, eleven million dollars. I quoted at uh, three point seven five, three point eight seven five. It was. Um, 25-year amortization, commercial, 10-year fixed, 25-year amortization. Uh, It's really good money. Some of that money used to be cheaper than residential money. Um, So with that being said, I'm trying to figure out here. Ah, Richard Dugan. Hello, I just got your text. So yes. I am now receiving your Texas Richard. Um, let's get to the let's get to the uh, let's get to the show. Let's get to the market. Our market uh, today. We have. I've just lost my place. This is one of the fallbacks of doing your show from your office. You can and try to get those things up on your screen. Get your notes on your screen. It's tough. I'm not that smart. I'm not that uh, computer savvy. So I'm going like I'm flying blind here. Um, Richards in the in the office or at the studio, and I am not. So I'm just flying blind here, looking for. Um, the notes that I've just lost and wiped off my computer. I do know that lately the news has been, um, there we go. Uh, it's a big, big week for the labor market news. Um, ADP on Wednesday and the government's jobs report on Thursday, but we can put it in perspective with the pandemic shutdown. And the labor market, the employment population ratio, which is the number of employed Americans as a percentage of the U.S. adult populations, fell to 52.8% in May from the recent 61. Um, This equates to 47.2% of the Americans without jobs. That's tough. That's a tough place to be. That is really a tough place to be, Uh, and that's according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The employment population ratio hit a post-war record of 64.7 back in 2000, as it's been steadily improving since 2013. Uh, In order to get back to that 2000 level, 30 million jobs would have to be created, We see this happening, but over a much longer time frame. The first half of 2020 comes to an end today, and it was crazy. Volatile six months. Uh, The past six months has been very volatile. Stocks saw all-time highs in February, only to lose 40% by mid-March. The 10-year yield hit 1.68 in February, with an all-time low of 031 That's an all-time low of 0.31. Now, you want to talk about those commercials that you see, 2.5, 2.99. Hey, we're locking in your interest rates. We're locking in rates at 2.99 for conforming loan amounts. Now, those, those commercials can be deceptive. They're not telling you about certain loan amounts, and they're certainly not telling you about paying points. And if there is a way, if there if there's a will, there's a way. So what I mean by that is do we do we um do we talk about paying points or not? We talk about your conforming loan amounts. High balance is getting there. High balance, as you well know, was out of proportion to to the rest of the lending world jumbo as you know six months ago eight months ago was lower than conventional financing so my little intro of saying this isn't rocket science it's becoming more and more difficult even for a guy like me to try to follow this thing and figure it out i don't think anybody's ever figured it out but I can't tell you this and the one word of advice that I, and, and, and the advice that I have for you is do your homework. Talk to a reputable loan advisor. Talk to a reputable real estate advisor, real estate agent. That's the only way where you're, 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 you're going to get what you truly um, are qualified for. Every loan has a story. Every loan is different than the others. And um, just because your cousin got 2.99 with his 810 FICOs and his 30% loan-to-value doesn't mean you're going to get 2.99 at your 78% loan-to-value and your 700 FICOs. So there are two different scenarios, two different stories for two different loans got to remember that this mainstream media that is promoting those 2.99 they're there they are there and guarantee mortgage santa barbara we are locking them in but they've got to be a certain structure now there are some big wall street banks that are not even taking refinances right now others Wells Fargo are not touching refinances right now unless you place a half a million dollars in their bank. What the hell is that all about? I, I just, I, I, you know, they took that TARP money, they paid it back. Now they're writing their own rules. That's to me not you know, it's just not, not right. I think we're going to have to take quick commercial break. I got no communication from my engineer here, Richard. Um, so I'm just going to assume that we are taking a quick commercial break and bring in Brad Frawling here outside of the break. You're listening to guy Rivera mortgage matters. We'll be right back.
2: In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor-fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805-
0: 569-1982,
2: or go to TremblayFinancial.com to speak with an advisor today.
0: Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, our registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies.
3: When it's time to clean your carpets, you should know that some carpet cleaners can leave harmful toxins in your home or office. That's why Wallace Cleaning Company created the four-step cleaning process that uses state-of-the-art equipment and environmentally safe, non-toxic solutions to clean your carpets with your satisfaction guaranteed and your safety in mind. Since 1979, Wallace Cleaning Company has been the Santa Barbara area's premier choice for quick, quiet, efficient, and safe carpet cleaning that dries in two hours or less. When it's time to clean your carpets at home or office, it's time to call a name you can trust at a price you can afford. It's time to call 967-1860 to talk to the pros at Wallace Cleaning Company, where no job is too big or too small. Wallace Cleaning Company. 967-1860. 967-1860. Learn more about the affordable four-step cleaning process that cleans your carpets with your safety in mind.
1: Okay, we are back and we are speaking with Brad Froling from Radius Group. Brad, thank you so much for coming on to Mortgage Matters. I truly appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy.
4: Guy, pleasure. No, great to be on the on the show, and appreciate what you do in the community with the sh- with the uh, program.
1: Hey, so um, I was talking. I just thought with the new new out there with the the pavilion type. Of thing they got going on between Haley and Sola Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool it's 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 really cool the way they've set that up do you think Brad um, and we're going to get into the you know the other interesting topics the asset values Mm -hmm. pre and post but I think uh, in my topic, a lot of people are asking, are they going to keep that that way? I know it's more of a mm-hmm. city council thing, but if if they were to keep that that way, what would it do to that one section as opposed to, you know, above Sola Street where mm-hmm. it's stops? Mm-hmm. So give, well, give me your thoughts on that, Brad, because yeah, I think a lot of people, so, a, a lot of us above Sola that have properties here above Sola want to know. Yeah.
4: Well, when we did a report and Radius participated as well with the city, we had a consulting group. And one of the things they said, this is all pre-COVID, but they said, you know, your retail corridor uh, is too long. They said it's too stretched out. It needs to be more condensed. Now, if you're not in that condensed zone, wherever that may be, you're not going to want to hear that. But we do sprawl quite a bit in Santa Barbara. And is there enough retail for every storefront right now? Well, clearly there's not. There's a fair bit of vacancy. But. In terms of the promenade, uh, the pavilion, you know, it's it, these are strange times, and, and the city took measures that, uh, you know, they, they acted, which was great. And I think there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of excitement. I'm an optimist. I, I don't know long, long term. You know, if you go to Santa Monica, and my daughter's been living down there for a while, and if you look, you know, number one, they do have a retail market that is, You know, there's millions of people down there, so it's a little different from just the demographics. Uh, And they spent millions on a newly hardscaped, renovated uh, pavilion, and that's worked for them. So long-term, time will tell. Right now is peak season. I mean, again, COVID, but it is this is our prime time here in the summer, so there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of excitement. It's sunny out. People are – it's something new. I hope it works, guy. But if I were to say absolutely a grand slam long term, uh, I, I can't say that with full confidence. I've heard different opinions, and I'm—I I guess uh, the jury's still out. But there's a lot of optimism.
1: So, Brad, I—you're um, more of the commercial guy, right? Are you uh, not so much in the multifamily like um, Go is, yeah. but you're yeah, my, more of the I'd, commercial. I'd say, mm-hmm
4: retail office and industrial is has is, is been my core business for a long time
1: mm-hmm. Tell me about the retail. Tell me what you think you know actually let's get to the office first because okay. I think we just covered on the retail the office space Now I know last year we got a pretty cool office here on State and Islay, but I was looking you know always looking around for something whatever just to compare obviously with this new trend going on, people staying home, I know up in San Francisco, they're, they're expecting, um, the opposite of a boom. They're expecting some sort of, a, you know, a deflation in, in, in yep. their office space. And they got a lot of it. How do you think that's going to fare out here in Santa Barbara? These guys that have, you know, 1031 into those eight, nine, $10 million office spaces that are now, I mean, I'm sure they're secured by deep dollar pockets. But in the long term, how, how do you think those things are going to fare when everybody's scaling down and allowing their employees to work from home? Um, how is that going to affect our but Santa Barbara market?
4: Talk, just reading some national periodicals, uh, there's some talk that nationally, that this whole thing has probably dented the national demand to the tune of about ten percent. So it doesn't sound too bad? Now the one saving grace of Santa Barbara, and this is true with retail, office industrial, and especially multifamily, is scarcity. We don't we're we're a built out town, so it's not like we have, you know, the in, in the markets you mentioned, the Bay Area, I I co represent Lynda.com, which is owned by LinkedIn, which is owned by Microsoft. And so the team up there in San Francisco, I was talking to them and they said This whole thing, I mean, you're talking about big, big deals. You know, they're building a 400,000 square foot building for LinkedIn or Microsoft. They hit the brakes on all those deals. And so it's pretty drastic in bigger markets. Right now, Santa Barbara, our office, you know, our vacancy is somewhere to the tune of about 7%. And maybe it peaks out around eight, eight and a half. In the the financial downturn, it peaked out around about nine. So it's not horrible from a vacancy standpoint. But I think what you're going to see more and more with less demand in retail, and in retail, people are doing a lot more with less. You know, for instance, Best Buy, they're not downtown, but, you know, just an example of a retailer. Years ago, their model store was 25,000 feet. Now it's 8 to 10. They don't need the back of the house. They need displays, and then you ship it. You buy the product, and they ship it from their warehouse, wherever that may be. Tenants are doing more with less. So the big buildings, you know, an example, and it's a beautiful building. The Forever 21 building used to be Anthropology 901 State on cannon Perdido one State. That's a 20,000-foot building. That's retail. You had Forever 21 packed up, and they had financial issues. The likelihood is some of those bigger spaces – Will be repositioned into office spaces. So that will provide some more supply. And now the, now the retail rents, you know, four or five years ago, the prime retail rents to meet a downtown building would have been significantly higher for those office tenants. Now retail has corrected and now, you know, a, a tech company, let's say for that building, a tech company could look at that prime, prime building in that prime part of town. And the rate's going to be, you know, it's going to be an office rate. So uh, there's some silver lining, but um, I think you're going to see big spaces, more of them convert over to office spaces downtown.
1: Interesting. I just got a text from Richard Dugan, our engineer, telling me we're going to have to take another quick commercial break. Brad, I want you to stay on the line, please. And when we come back from this quick commercial break, We'll get back on with you and we'll talk more about commercial here in Santa Barbara. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We're speaking with Brad Froling from Radius Group. We'll be right back.
5: Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local commercial and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846.
1: Hi, and welcome to Animal Zone. I'm Arthur von Wiesenberger, and this handsome fellow is Mikey, my adopted pit bull. Animal Zone is the A to Z on
4: everything about adoptable pets. Whether you're looking for a bird, a cat, a dog, or even
1: a tortoise, we've got experts who can share their knowledge and insights. So cuddle up with your favorite critter, and join us as we explore the Animal Zone. If you want to see
4: more about Animal Zone and other things, check out our website, animalzone.org.
2: Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables, selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to six. Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table
3: listen as a hiring manager i've got to tell you the best job candidate
0: isn't always the typical candidate sometimes they're a grad of life meet the grads of life young adults of unique determination and experience an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position internship or mentorship they might not have every qualification you typically look for but they're exactly who your company needs Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org.
1: Okay, we are back. We're talking about Brad Froling, commercial guy from Radius Group, and I really appreciate you being on here. We were just talking off air... And um, I just asked Brad. Uh, we were talking about uh, the workforce, how it's going to affect the availability of uh, the properties, uh, the rents, and whatnot. But here's, I mean, a straight, a straight shot here, Brad is. Um, People used to go in and know that there was a workforce ready to be placed, um, you know, in certain areas. It's it's not that way right now, right? It, it's, it's pretty much up in the air. I mean, people were thinking about buying commercial office space. Would you think that they're going to be and have you seen those guys pivot, step back and say, we're going to see where the, the labor force goes from here? In our little, forget about the national, but in our little sphere of Santa Barbara County here, um, what are you seeing as far as that? And and then pivot right into the right into the the stats. How many how many places like that are actually for sale right now? And give me a, a time frame on those. Yeah. So so the
4: the demand for office space is it's not. As bad as in other markets, because again we don't have that much supply. There are some tenants looking. A lot of expansion was, you know, put on hold. But for instance, in the next couple of weeks, you'll hear news that the Procore properties that are leased to Procore in Carpentry are being purchased by an investor. That's a forty million dollar plus transaction, and that that investor is buying those office properties. You know, they're that's sophisticated money, and um, that's a good sign that someone has that kind of faith in our office market. Now, you know, people are doing more with less. You had Honey was on a big expansion. uh, Fast Spring, they're on hold. They're on hold. Uh, You've got Sonos laid off some workforce. They gobbled up a lot of space downtown. What you have now is a lot of companies, you know, the pro cores of the world, the, the deckers of the world have never had really an option of being downtown because there hasn't been large enough space where it's been cost prohibitive. So the rates have come down a bit. And so now there's an opportunity for companies to be downtown if they want to. Um, but I mean, let's be honest, none of us have really, none, none of us have seen the COVID dynamics before. So we're all dealing with some new factors and it's, um, everyone's sort of anxiously watching to see what happens. Um, but I don't see, I don't see our, from asset classes, if you start the most coveted asset class, if someone said you can own all of what, what is it? Apartments is number one, uh, industrial properties, number two, offices, number three, and retail's now number four. And then behind that, you get into hotels and senior care and more specialty type pieces of real estate. Um, so... And that and that ranking didn't change with COVID, but I think the most dramatic is is certainly retail, and second to that is is office. In this whole thing, industrials fared pretty well.
1: Interesting, interesting. So let's get over to Procore's building. That crazy forty million dollar transaction on that building. Did you did you handle that? Are you handling that?
4: Oh no, we're not not involved. Wish we were. Uh, we know of it, but. Uh sometimes you're
1: at the dance and sometimes you're not <laughs> right. Hey, so um, wouldn't it be, I mean, with Procore, I think they're going public if they haven't already, right? Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be a, wouldn't it be the the smart thing for them to do is bring in a big like Google or somebody, partner up with them on that building? So the building,
4: like I know last year, I represented LinkedIn, they bought, or Lennon.com, they bought all their buildings in Carpinteria for $31 million. Some tech companies, you know, while we, I, I work in real estate, you work in real estate, a lot of tech companies don't always want to own their property because they're not sure how long it's going to serve them well with their changing needs. And, you know, even if they're getting 5%, 6 7% in property, oftentimes that capital in their tech business they can do a lot more with their with their money than sitting in real estate Uh, you know i get excited about wow it's a great investment you're you're getting five or six percent in this town that's terrific well they'll look at it and say well gosh we can do you know we can do much better by just hanging on to our cash and leasing so every company has different objectives you know microsoft owns some of theirs they lease some of theirs same with google um but for Procore, they're growing so quick, I think they, they probably want to be, a lot of companies look at it as just being unfettered. We're not sure, you know, how long this, this piece of real estate is going to serve us.
1: So uniqueness of Santa Barbara commercial real estate ownership, I have here. Um, you labeled it as a pain, but rarely do we see blood.
4: Well, so and what I meant by that is that, a lot of a lot of people, this whole thing happened and everyone wants to kind of mount up and be opportunistic and they think, hey, there's going to be some incredible deals not only here but but in the region and nationally. And what the opportunistic buyers are now seeing is that asset values have not gone down dramatically. So you know the opportunity is always in the eye of the beholder. Uh, maybe a building, you know, an investor might think, hey, a building that I might have paid $3 million for six months ago, I want to buy for two. Well, maybe that building, that building now is two point eight. The adjustment has not – the asset values have still fared pretty well. And why I say that there's pain but not blood, ownership in Santa Barbara County typically is longstanding, low leverage. Hey, it's been in the family for 40 years. Uh, we love owning a piece of the rock. I mean, you know, I've had conversations with owners just so many times over the years where, well, gosh, if you sell this little building downtown, you could get a better return and go out and buy something in Barstow or, you know, Reading or some other market. And they're like, well, why do I want to do that? I want to own Santa Barbara. So there's pain in that there is some more vacancy. Rents are down in some cases, but there's not... Blood in the sense that they have to do anything. They like owning property here, and we saw this in the last downturn as well. There really were you could count the actual commercial foreclosures during the last financial downturn on one hand, and people would have thought, "Well, there's got to be you know uh, a ton," and there and there wasn't for that reason. Um, so our our ownership here is uh, typically quite longstanding low leverage, very little debt, or sometimes no debt in many cases.
1: That's interesting. You know what? And that's a real good point, Brad. I did not know that you can count the defaults for commercial on one hand, That here in our, in our, here in our Santa Barbara County. So if yeah. that's a true and accurate statement, that's a great statement, and that's a great badge to wear, although nobody wants to see anybody have problems, right? Um, but that is something to be said for the commercial ownership in Santa Barbara County.
4: It's still really difficult to come by good quality assets. I, I have a little building that I, I didn't even put on the market, and we, we priced it. We fully priced it. This is just a couple of weeks ago. Before going to the market, someone heard about it, asking price offer. I've got two offers over asking, and this is a little retail building with a lot of parking that's just kind of a mass appeal property, but it's hard to come by really good property in this town. So we, you know, it's not as dramatic as a lot of people would have expected so far. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's now. Um, Okay. We're going to take one more quick commercial break. Then we're gonna come back and wrap it up. Richard's giving me this text. I don't like this text thing, Richard, but we're gonna we're gonna work with it today because um, Brad Froling's on the line and he's a can do kind of guy, a make it happen kind of guy. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
2: The Santa Barbara County Public Health Department reminds you that to get through the COVID-19 pandemic, we need to follow some simple guidelines. With details, here's County Supervisor Greg Hart.
4: That is isolating ourselves, keeping distance from other people, washing our hands regularly, not touching our face, and wearing face coverings. So the masks, ironically, are not to protect the wearer, they're to protect the rest of us from the invisibly infected person who is walking amongst us and not realizing that they have virus. The exhaling of breath is loaded with droplets, and the exhale then gets captured in the face covering and stays with the wearer rather than being broadcast out six feet beyond
0: where somebody's breath might go.
4: But I'm I'm hopeful that as people become more and more diligent about wearing face coverings in public, that we will see stabilization cases and we get this thing back under control.
2: For more information about the importance of wearing masks to prevent the spread of COVID-19, go to publichealthsbc.org. In the past few weeks, we've watched major swings in stock prices and movements in the bond and crude oil markets. But just like always, Tremblay Financial Services is here to help you and your family answer any questions that might surface. Whatever decisions you're considering, Tremblay Financial would be honored to support you through them. Tremblay Financial advisors continually educate their clients with new strategies and planning tailor-fit for them. For more information or to set an appointment, call 805 805- Five, six, nine, 1982. or go to TremblayFinancial.com to speak with an advisor today.
0: Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Tremblay Financial Services offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Inc., member FINRA, NSIPC, our registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Incorporated are not affiliated companies.
1: Okay, we are back. We're speaking with Mr. Brad Froling. He's legendary in more than one <laughs> way. But uh, you know, I do want to put the you know we were talking off air, and um, so if you're a tenant right now on State Street and you're within that little pavilion, or you're a tenant in general, um, mm-hmm. in any commercial, I mean, you got a pretty good you got a pretty good position right now during this COVID thing and the owners, um, you know, depending on how deep their pockets are and how leveraged their buildings are, we could, we could theoretically, you know, have some sort of a collapse, right? Well,
4: you know, I mean, if tenants
1: aren't making their payments and we have pretty big leverage and a lot of those buildings I've leveraged myself, and a lot of them have, you know, private notes on them that are coming, doing all this stuff. And yep. if you don't have any income from that building, well, and there, these guys.
4: And there's a lag effect in this whole thing because real estate, unlike the stock market, we don't have a ticker in terms of what's happening at the moment. There's a lag effect. How how deep will it will it be? How deep and wide? We we don't know. Uh, that said, you know, the the downtown. If you are a tenant now, a good tenant, you know, tenants really aren't looking right now for because of COVID. Uh, so you've got a fair bit of leverage. In years past, you know, a tenant, a space might come up in the 900 block estate. You'd have four or five offers, and uh, the landlord absolutely had the leverage. Now, at the end of the day, good tenants and good landlords always work it out. They always make an arrangement to work it out. But really, as a landlord, your tenant is. Now more your partner than ever before. You want to see him make money. You want to see them succeed. They can't pay rent and lose money for that long. Even if it's a national, they'll eventually pull out of the building. So, it really is owners and tenants um, needing a partner. And um, but th- at the end of the day, we want to we want to have a, a vibrant downtown. We want to have a nice experience and. And you know, let's be honest. Right now is not our finest hour. This is tough. This is this whole COVID thing is is really tough. Um, So,
1: yeah, I agree that in this time, um, tenants and landlords will want to come together. And I think that the um, when, if, and when that happens, that you know, the synergy in that thing, in that action alone will sustain our little um, our little community here. I believe that a lot of them are partnering up, like you said, and that's a great analogy. It's partnering up with your tenants, partnering up with your landlords, everybody working together to get through this. That's the right attitude. That is what it's gonna take, you know, not only our residential tenants, you know, uh, tenants and landlords, but definitely our commercial because what we don't ever 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 want to see is um the boarded up windows and stuff down yeah. on state street you know and i don't think that's going to happen i mean i think yeah. santa barbara is too far from that i think santa barbara has you know too many owners with deep pockets to allow that to happen but i also think that our community is so tight knit that um everybody's coming together, working together, being a little bit more nicer to each other, even though business is business. I believe that, uh, that's going on right now. There's some that are, I know about that are not so pleasant, but the ones, the, 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 ones that are pleasant overweigh and outweigh those. I mean, those are minuscule compared to the, uh, the synergy, everybody's working together. Would you agree? Do you see that as well?
4: Yeah, no, I do. And I think that at the end of the day, you know, everyone's had to rethink things a bit. If it's not a win-win relationship, the owner at some point is going to get the keys back and they they want to see the lights on, not just for the standpoint of income, but they want to see the lights on for, for, the, for the betterment of our town. We want to have an experience right now. You know, we, well, and then you've got Nordstrom and Macy's and those are different conversations, but Um, you know, we, it's a great town. This town is so beautiful. We will get through it, but it's not our finest hour downtown. And, um, there's not one silver bullet. There's not one silver bullet to solve the whole thing. It's a lot of, it's a lot of collective things together, including, you know, landlords working with tenants. I mean, that's, that's one big one, but there's not one silver bullet to to fixing this whole deal, you know?
1: Yeah, I do. And, um, I certainly appreciate, and I know a lot of preci- a lot of people appreciate you here in Santa Barbara, being the guy around town and bringing people together and um, taking care of those around you. So, thank you for everything you do, Brad. Uh, we're gonna let you go, and I'll finish up the show. But again, I want to have you on a couple of weeks down the line. Let's get some progress. Yep. Um, and if you and if you think that there's some major anything worthy of going on the air, you know, I'm I'm always on two o'clock between two and three on Tuesdays, call in, say, guy, this is hot off the presses. This is, you know, um, you're our commercial guy and, uh, we appreciate you here at Guarantee Mortgage.
4: That's great. Well, thank you so much, Guy. appreciate the time and uh, having me on the show.
1: You bet, Brad. We'll talk to you very soon and, uh, we'll get back to the show. Thanks Brad for calling in. And, um, Richard, how are we doing on time? Where are we at? Two minutes till close or two minutes till my next Two minutes to my Oh, two minutes to my next break. So Brad Froling's is pretty good guy He's a great guy. He works for radius. You know, I, I first met Brad when I Referred a deal to him I don't know, 10 12 years ago or something. It was a pretty darn good deal had him come in and represent my buyers my guys and um, we've known each other ever since I'm going to forward Brad this, uh, this show so he can listen to it and I'm still waiting for my referrals, uh, for a commercial building or, you know, whatever, just give me some sort of shack to finance. I can do that. But, uh, (laughs) Brad is a great guy. He's a straight shooter. And I don't think that Steve Golish would have anybody with him that wasn't a straight shooter. And, um, didn't do a good job. I know he's done a great job for some friends of mine um, that have used him multiple times. So with that being said, we're going to run to another commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to go over some rates, which I never do on the show, but they're just so darn good right now that um, we're going to do it. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
5: Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local commercial and residential real estate markets, We offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846.
3: When it's time to clean your carpets. You should know that some carpet cleaners can leave harmful toxins in your home or office. That's why Wallace Cleaning Company created the four-step cleaning process that uses state-of-the-art equipment and environmentally safe, non-toxic solutions to clean your carpets with your satisfaction guaranteed and your safety in mind. Since 1979, Wallace Cleaning Company has been the Santa Barbara area's premier choice for quick, quiet, efficient, and safe carpet cleaning that dries in two hours or less. When it's time to clean your carpets at home or office, it's time to call a name you can trust at a price you can afford. It's time to call 967-1860 to talk to the pros at Wallace Cleaning Company, where no job is too big or too small. Wallace Cleaning Company, 967-1860. Learn more about the affordable four-step cleaning process that cleans your carpets with your safety in mind.
0: Please remember, Smokey Bear's friends mow their yard before 10 a.m. or after 6 p.m., and never when it's windy or dry. Lawnmowers are designed to mow green lawns, not weeds or dry grass. Remove rocks in the area before you begin operating equipment. A rock hidden in the grass or weeds is enough to start a fire when struck by a metal blade. Remember, one less spark is one less wildfire. Visit us at www.preventwildfireca.org.
3: The California Statewide Fire Prevention Program is grateful for your cooperation.
1: done for a while. I'm going to go over some rates, then tell you what's trending, because um, there is a lot going on. There is a lot. There's still pivoting. There's still things moving um, that, you know, we all need to be aware of. For instance, Bank of America I believe, and I'm trying to confirm that right now, Bank of America has stopped doing refinances altogether, saying that um, they don't want other people's problems. One of, one of my, one of my uh, loan agents just heard from a friend of his who is a loan originator at B of A in Connecticut. B of A is declining all refinances in the pipeline that are not B of A to B of A and refusing all new non-B of A refinances going forward as of yesterday. They will still do purchases, which they don't do very well anyways, and they never close on time. This is a nationwide directive from corporate. They're expecting the economy to go down dramatically. And they do not want other banks' problems. Now, you know, I'm looking at that, and I'm reading, and I'm going, these banks, like like with Wells Fargo, are just if you got a half a million dollars, we'll talk to you. Or else don't bother with us. B of A. Hey, look, we're not gonna do anybody's loans unless you're B. we don't want anybody else's problems. I've got local community banks that are saying, you know what, we're shoring up because we don't want anybody else's problems either. Um, my investors say stuff like that, but they pretty much take the extra effort to try to make try to make loans work, try to get people into a better position. How is that? How is B of A? stopping refinancing unless it's one of your own. How is that helping their immediate communities? It's not. The answer to that is it's not. They're not helping their immediate communities. I'm sure they give a bunch of money to something and they say it's for the community. And that's okay. That's good. But our real community needs are, you know, helping people stay out of trouble. If we can, if we can lower a guy's payment that is, you know, that was not furloughed, but cut back, we can lower his payment from a four and a half to a three and a half percent payment. That's helping the community immediately. That's giving the immediate, immediate, um, Help needed. And therein lies where, you know, I think a lot of people in the country is having a problem. The haves have it. The have nots, like myself, have got ungats. We got nothing coming from us, from those big guys. Who knows if that's going to change? But there is quite the noise of uh, desired change. Let's get on with some rates. The rates are. Are unbelievable again. Listen, listen to me very carefully because I got three minutes here. 30 year fixed conforming loan amounts. Now, I said at the beginning of the show, every loan has a story, every loan is different. That way, that means they have two different stories. One may be at a 30% loan to value, and the other is at a 78% loan to value. One may have a 680 FICO, another may have an 800 FICO. Two different scenarios, two different loans. But if you run into the category of 800 or 740 FICOs with 75% loan-to-value on a 510, your your rate is 2.99 with a 3.035 APR, and that's here at Guarantee Mortgage. Talk about high balance. I locked in a high balance loan yesterday, Monday, on a 30 day for 3.125. I locked in a high balance 600 625,500. Um, so that, that'll give you an idea of where rates are going. 3.5% to five year, seven year jumbo, 3.5%. Call me with any questions you may have if you want me to take a look at your current mortgage, see if it's still working for you. I'm more than happy to. If you're listening to this show, you know who I am. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. I am really blessed to be part of Santa Barbara, to be born and raised here in Santa Barbara, to know great people like Brad Froling. To be able to go to the great restaurants like my friends down there at um, Santos, Moscow, Los Agaves, Los Arroyos, you know, the patio. V- visit the patio restaurant on Delavina. With that being said, Richard's telling me to get the hell off the air. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You've been listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry.